So what is up, everyone? Oh, my God. We're going to get started here in a minute. Got a great story for everyone. So I'm super excited. I do want to say real quick that the Tacos Primos and us, we had a chat. So Tuesdays are not good for me. For me. <laughs> I wake up on Monday, I edit, and I edit an episode, put it out. On Tuesdays, I have nothing to do, and I'm usually depressed. So I think we're going to do very small episodes just for the supporters on Tuesday, if you're okay with that. Jen. Yeah, I work on Tuesdays, but I can try to like there's actually an app that lets you call in and it sets everything up for you okay all, all your microphones and stuff. i mean you have a microphone but it it's like it plugs into this app that's online and then it like sends the perfect signal or whatever oh okay am i supposed to do that from my other job <laughs> <laughs> i mean do you yes, think they would let God you <laughs> how do you think they would react to that one? i don't know um but i mean hopefully like I, I told them i was like you do not have to schedule me all the time like like, if I'm not working, I'd be happy to join in on said app. Well, perfect. And you did say last night mm -hmm. that this was an anxiety-filled This first one. Episode. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, you're going to feel a lot of anxiety. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Yes. So, on my hiatus of mm -hmm. one, one day, the night before was St. Patrick's Day, so I went out, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite day of the year. And I ran into, or met, a ghost hunter. Oh! And did you tell them about your experience well no he did a lot of the talking but um i did uh -huh. say i did say that um you know he he was familiar with the podcast and he was like i feel like i'm talking to a celebrity i'm like no he knew who we were yeah he's like i've listened to your podcast before how cool so he said he kind of wants to collaborate maybe all right i'm down um i'm down with doing some funny ghost hunting stuff is this is here in charleston yeah he's here in charleston nice is this See, a potential i won't ask that on the podcast well, we'll talk listens. about that later anyway if i introduce myself as a ghost hunter to someone eventually in the conversation i would be like oh my god a ghost right behind you <laughs> <laughs> yes or i'd be like i'm sensing something cold over here <laughs> isn't that not what you would do hey tina what's up girl what's up tina oh man brandon said i can just see jen walking around at work with an earbud in and you just hear her say oh i don't like that over and over <laughs> I'm like helping someone yeah. with like with their groceries and be like, well, I do. And that's why I'm buying it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do, before we forget, want to make sure I mention our newest Taco Supremos. Uh, Lindsay, I can't remember if I shouted you out before, so definitely want to make sure I get to this time. And David, what's up, David? Two newest Supremos. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Is that Lindsay and David on the Discord? Is that together? Someone we had two? Um, I know Austin and Brittany are an item. Oh, well, there were two. Someone popped up on the Discord the other day, but it looked like it was two names someone and someone oh I thought it, could it was be, David i mean and, yeah y'all can definitely save on on memberships yeah if, memberships. i mean if you don't don't get two memberships for both we'll just send you the link. and we'll send you you know two two yeah, two packs two packs just let us know but two david packs. david and uh his Ew, girlfriend has watched all of our unlisted live streams so that's cool yeah and that's awesome a, poor things do you have a tattoo Me? yeah how have i never saw that look at you when the when did you get that show everyone on what thursday and you weren't gonna say anything about it no it's a show people they, people can't see it look at it you gotta show the camera it's a dinosaur it's temporary because i'm a nerd oh my god i still like it serious how old are you <laughs> <laughs> 
There's the yard, guys. Oh, my God. How bad is this? Can you all hear the background noise? Can well, we can't actually it? start the episode until that's gone. All right. So we'll just chit chat some more. Can we do the surprise shot? Yeah, of course. I mean, I always cut that anyway. Jen, I fucked up. What did you do? I fucked up. I feel like we should just Dude, pour I'm another not, one. I'm not drinking that, Jen. So you, you can put, <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. Before you say anything, let me put the I want people to see. I want people to see what you've done. If this is especially if this is not a request, I feel like we can decline this. I need you to I need people to see what you've done. It was Jen. good in theory. Oh, show them my tattoo. Yeah, there you go. Very cool. Very nice. Look at these shots. Oh God. Oh, I want to throw up looking at them. So so I'm assuming you did something with the uh, I am not with drinking the that. cream. I'm with not a, I'm not. With the liqueur. I'm not drinking uh, it, guys. I'm not. Yeah, I did. Jen, so, I, I'm not, so should I go pour another one? Yes, dude. I am not drinking that. Jen. I'm, Are you okay with that, Jen? I'm going to drink you, mine and suffer because I fucked up. I feel like I well, should. Well, I feel like you should drink all three of them. No. <laughs> no. no. I, I don't think you need to drink any of it, Jen, and suffer for that. Jen, I need you to apologize to people. Uh. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Yeah, these bongos describe all of our lives, honestly. Yeah. Train wrecks. All right. Well, it's not a surprise since John told me what to go grab. All right. Oh. Cheers. 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 You asked for this. <laughs> I'm the only one that really takes that well. You guys are like struggling over there. I'm about to pass out. <laughs> that was terrible. All right. Does anyone want to talk about true crime? Holy shit. Yeah, let's do that. All right. I have a story for you guys tonight. I'm so excited to do this. And, and anxious? A little bit. I mean, this mm -hmm. is a really good story. If you have heard of this story, I beg you not to spoil it. If you guys want, we will do another story after this for Supremos. And then for Tuesday, we'll do a small story because we're trying to put out one Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because we're broke and we need the money. So three's better than two, y'all. And That's right. But they're all good content. The majority of our episodes are good. One out of 10, I, I would say that's. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we're going to tonight. If you're on line with us right now, I got to make that box bigger. How do I make that box bigger? I don't know. Oh, fuck it. Or anyway, bad. if you're on Google Earth, you can see where we're at right now. We're in Port Elizabeth, near Port Elizabeth. This is in uh, South Africa. So okay. let me zoom out. So uh, this is Africa right here. That's connected to uh, <laughs> Panama Canal here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we just joke with you, Jen. I know. So tonight we're actually going here. So let me go back out. South Africa, Elon Musk town. Mm -hmm, all right. Mm -hmm. Where his uh, his family had a bunch of emerald slaves. <laughs> Uh, anyway, a coastal town, a coastal town. Very good. And in fact, the victim tonight was returning from the beach. Ooh, yeah. I was thinking that on my drive down that today would be a good beach day. Yeah, well, it would probably it's still nice be out. cold, but it's nice out. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. It's like 70 something degrees here. It's good for like, not, it's not tan, you know, going out sunbathe, but it's okay. That's bad for your skin anyway. Speaking of sunbathing, mm. if you're still considering a pool, mm -hmm. have you ever heard of fresh pools, fresh pond pools? Mm -mm. It's fresh water and it looks like a natural landscape instead of like having a thing. It's really cool, oh, cool looking. I'll show you after. So it's a hole in the ground that we dig with a plow. No. All right. So this is where we're going to tonight. The exact apartment was never disclosed that I could find. That I, I said that. That word. I could find. That I can find y'all. Oh man, this they need to repair this road. This is a danger. Good lord, what happened? He's like a sinkhole about to happen. Yeah. Looks but, like some of the roads around here. Not not here here, but like my here. Mm. This is where we're going to tonight. This is a little apartment flat and. 
in. Can you just kind of describe the neighborhood? Do you think this is a really good neighborhood or or what what do you see here? I mean, it looks um I mean, based on like the apartment styles and stuff like that, it's looks like it's like in a little city. Mm-hmm. It's on the outskirts, yeah. Just the outskirts okay. over here. Uh would you get out of your car at 1 a.m. in the dark? Because they don't have street lights, as you can see. Well, well they do. Street lights. Yeah, they do, but it's it's very it's not like uh in the I would big say city just here. like anywhere, I would be cautious, you know. So I think her car was parked right where around this red car was. We know it was 10 meters from from her apartment she was living in apartment one so and usually she would park in you know a closer spot like anyone else would but on this night there was none so she kind of had to park across the street and then walk over so okay. maybe she was over here and then walked over or something have you ever realized how long the the short lines on the street are they're like average human body length but you don't realize that when you're driving because you're going so fast the what never lines? really thought about it like the, the, the lines on the road white oh. lines no i do i do know that because I, when I hit someone one time going really fast, I was like, wow, his body is the same length as that line. I'm just kidding. I didn't know that. Why is that? So that you can see them when you're driving at a, at, at a high speed. Speeds. Do you know yeah. there's a, a musical road that plays a song for you? Yeah. I couldn't tell you where it is. It's like a vinyl record. You know how records use, there's mm-hmm. like little scratches in the record. Uh-huh. And that's how it plays music. So the whole road's like that and it plays you a pretty song. Serious. I'm not even joking. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I forgot where it is. If you know where it's that put it in the chat send you a that dark, could be a bobblehead i'll send yeah. you uh whatever bobblehead you want there you go it's the musical road you can look it up on google <laughs> which I'm, right. I'm using nothing but yahoo now i'm going back old school man so tonight we are going to port elizabeth deer street and which is around central street we're basically going to an apartment and this is sunday december 18th 1994 wee hours 1 a.m the victim we're talking about tonight a female named allison she had just dropped her friend off. Uh, Wolfie said Denmark, Hungary, Japan, South Korea. There's actually they're in quite a few countries. Actually, I don't know why they sent out of order. John is probably thinking about the Tahara's Musical Road. Sunday, December eighteenth, nineteen ninety four. The wee hours in the morning. The victim here, an Allison. She is returning home to her flat. She lives in apartment number one of that apartment I showed you. This is nineteen ninety four, December eighteenth. Which actually, if you think about it, December over there is like summer, right? Yes. So yeah. Yeah, it's warm. Oh, yes, because it's in the southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John, don't just refrain. Refrain from being mean. You can do it. Go ahead, John. Say what you want. No, no. He needs to learn how to be better. Sunday, December 18th, 1994. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm just I'm like actually sincerely curious as to what he was going to say. <laughs> All right. He was probably just going to say something like very good, Jen. That's probably what he was going to say. Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> No. All right. The hey, vi- Sydney. Hey, Sydney. What's up, Sydney? The victim here tonight, Allison, she is driving home to her own apartment. It is apartment one, and it is one in the morning. Now, she usually parks closer, but tonight, you know, it's Saturday night, and you know there was just no parking, which is kind of, it's always really worried her, and I would imagine any female parking somewhere at night. Yeah, there's a street light over here, but where I'm parking, it's not really doing me much good. You know, even though it's right there in the apartment. I'm sure you guys think about it all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys maybe hold the keys in your hand like you're going to stab someone or something like that. Yeah, so you guys know the feeling of what she was feeling. Yeah, I guess. Most of the time I think that people won't attack someone that looks like Shrek, but... Jen! (laughs) Don't be mean to yourself! (laughs) 
Well, you at least look like the female one, Shrek. Isn't there a female Shrek? Fiona. Fiona. Oh, are they like cousins? Or? No. They're married, okay? They're married? Yeah. Oh, I bet they bang like heavy. Like, brr, Babe. Brr. All right. It is eerily quiet, eerily quiet this night. She drives down. Now, this is past Main Street. There's some businesses there, but they're all closed. There is like this 24-hour cafe. The uh, neon sign is blinking, but she decides not to stop, and she goes straight home. It's one in the morning. She just spent all day at the beach with her friend Kim and her children, who she had just dropped off. Now she's back at her flat, and she's probably wondering to herself, no parking. My parking spot is gone. Mm. Let me just park under this tree and make a run for it real quick. You saw the street. It's not a terrible looking street, but at night, this neighborhood is not the safest to be. So at this point, she reaches over and she picks up her fresh laundry. Well, actually, let me show you your car real quick. This is the car she was driving. This is a yellow Renault. And I don't, I've never seen one of these over here. Maybe you guys have. Kind of cool looking car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a little small, like kind of like station wagon type yeah. vibe. Yeah. So this is what she was driving. Okay. So in the passenger seat, we know that she had some fresh laundry. So she, she reaches over, she picks up her laundry and she had just washed that laundry at Kim's house and she kind of bundles it up and she's going to make a run for it. Probably nothing to worry about, right? You'd hope. Right when she goes to open the driver's side door, a man appears. Oh no. Out of nowhere. She didn't see anyone there. He was hiding maybe behind that tree, maybe behind a fence. I don't know. This man appears and I'm going to tell you right now, this gentleman was caught. So we do know a description and everything else, right? This guy was scrawny. He was tall and young. He was 26 at the time, wearing an old t-shirt, track suit pants, light blonde hair. And he appeared literally in the dark right at her door, brandishing a knife. Oh, now this is the knife that was found here. You want to describe this as more of a uh, letter opener. Oh, like a fillet. Yeah. A fillet knife or a fishing knife or something. A fillet knife. Yeah. It doesn't look very sharp though, right? No. No, it doesn't. But there is a another knife that will come into play in this story. This is not the knife that is used in the attack, if you will. There is another knife that's far more deadlier. As you see, this knife right here, it's not very sharp. It does have, I think this is a parachute cord here, 550 cord, mm. which is what uh, you use in the military. Mm. Then you see here, this is actually the, the name, uh, Franz Dutoy. That's his name. We're going to talk about him in a little bit. Okay, But this okay. is the weapon that was found that he was carrying. So that's the name of the guy? Yes, that's correct. Franz Dutoy. 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 That's the name. Dutoy. So, Dutoy. Immediately she sees this man and the first thing that she sees is him wave this knife in her face he's speaking quietly however he's speaking in control there are apartments around there may be some people up he's not yelling move over get over he says quote move over or I'll kill you but he's whispering it move over or I'll kill you he puts the knife right to her face Allison instinctively moves over to the passenger seat she's still carrying her laundry and she is now in starting stages of shock I don't know if anyone on live chat has ever had an experience like this maybe you can weigh in she was getting carjacked she was getting carjacked however she was not going to leave the car now i want to say there was plenty of times where she may have thought about jumping out but she she didn't and that's just not how shock works if you're in shock like what's happening this isn't normal you're frozen she was frozen okay so that was her trauma response was freeze yeah yeah exactly so because there's four there's fight flight freeze or fawn or what, what? is fawn fawn yeah um it's kind of like 
I think uh, I don't remember. I want to say it's like deer in a headlight, but I but that's kind of like freeze. So I don't think that's it. I'm ca- I think I might be more freeze. I'm definitely fight. I have all the four too. It's fight, 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 and kill. <laughs> Fatality. Fight, 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 fatality. <laughs> fatality. Uh, all right. This man, and I'm going to tell you guys, I'm starting this slow. This is going to make your blood pump out of your body. Jen, have you heard this story before? Um, I can't say for sure certain right now. All right. I'm leaning towards no. Anyway, this man, he jumps in the car. He has the knife right to her neck and she obeys. She gets in the seat. She's frozen. She's still clutching her laundry. What the fuck is going on? He immediately turns the ignition back on. It stutters for a minute. He gets it going and then he races down. Now he's on Pearson Street. This is where her apartment was and Deer Street. He races down to Main Street where where all the businesses are that are closed. This man is smoking a cigarette and he heads towards Beach Road near Summer Strand. Now this is where Allison will be found. So kind of giving it away there. But let me just go back one second and show you where this gentleman is going to take Allison. All right, so here's where she started from Deer Street. You see this right here, Jen? This is where she started from. This man is going to take her all the way to to Beach Road, which is this road right here. Let's go to the beach. And this road also turns into another road called... The Highway. So this street eventually turns into... Shit, and I am lost. (laughs) Courtney says she's eating at a Mexican restaurant and didn't bring her earphones. (laughs) All right, I like your style, Courtney. You're just like, eh, fuck it. What are you talking about, Courtney? She's listening to us and she forgot her headphones. <laughs> so she's like at the table chilling. Okay. At this point, guys, he is going to take her all the way from Deer Street, which was up here, I believe. And I'm sorry I'm acting drunk on this thing. But he's going, he's going to take her all the way through the north end and then all the way down here. If you can kind of see the uh, the map, he's going to drive all the way down here on the coast. Now, this is Beach Road. It turns into Marine Drive. And eventually, that water looks pretty, though. Eventually, he's going to end end up in these parts right here where it's sandy on the beaten path or off the beaten path is it on or off off it's off the beaten path and there's no one there to hear you scream so scary the whole time just imagine what she's going through not knowing where she's going to go this man is speaking quietly but in control move over or i'll kill you now he drives down pearson street he is he's looking for the lights the dashboard lights he's trying to light a cigarette you know the the thing you push in and everything and can't even turn the lights on. He definitely doesn't want to get caught by the police. So he's fumbling and finally he turns the lights on. Now, this is what we know about the the uh, route that he takes. He heads toward towards Beach Road near Summer Strand. That's where Allison will be found eventually. To the right was the University of Port Elizabeth and there is nothing out there at all. This is 1994. A lot of the population that would venture out there one in the morning, two in the morning, were out there to either have coitus. Grand- Grandma's listening. So. It's Mima. Mima. Oh, Mima. Hi, Mima. I actually love that name that for Grandma. Yeah. So wait, you want to be a Mima someday? I I don't know. Mima, I, I will... think I, no. I think I want to be a Nana. Before the man gets to Beach Road, he he's driving around Main Street, and there's a bunch of nightclubs here. There's one called Club Tonight, which is no longer in business. But he's mumbling something, and he's mumbling, "quote Where is he? Where is he? He's looking for someone." Now Allison is probably in the passenger seat, freaking out, like he's looking for someone. Who is he looking for? Eventually, he stops on Main Street, and he lets in another 
gentleman in the back seat. Now Allison is alone with a man who stole her car, does not want her to leave, and now another gentleman is in the back seat. This is a nightmare situation. Okay. They take her to way out on Marine Drive, way near the beach, near the sand, and the spot that they take her, there's trash everywhere. The ground is blackened with soot, and it is the spot you stop to either have sex or do drugs. That's the only reason you'd be out there that early in the morning. Now, she is probably scared out of her mind at this point. Now, before I go any further, I want to say that both men were caught and both men confessed. That's how we know the back and forth that we're going to, you know, the back and forth between mm. each man and what was said, what was done and how this goes down. Got it. What these two men do is beyond despicable to this woman. The two men, Franz Dutuy and Theons Kruger, or his last name is Kruger, which is- You're like, that's ironic. Is fitting. Mm-hmm. This is Franz Dutuy right here. If Can you describe this gentleman? He looks like a professor, but not. Like, no. I Yeah, he looks kind of like a professor, a younger, a young professor. Now, this man is 26 at the time. He is the oldest of the pair, but the gentleman in the back seat is his best friend, I guess, and they make a devilish pair, and this man, his name is Theons Kruger, and can you describe him? Um, like Freddy Krueger's brother. Literally, <laughs> right? I mean, do you think this is a self-fulfilling prophecy? And he's drinking like Tropicana. I think that's a Tropicana. It looks or like a milk. A huh? Looks like milk. No, that's Tropicana. Mm, no. And he's no. drinking with a straw. Like, you're that's not milk. cool. You're not cool. You're drinking it uh, with a straw. He thinks he's really cool. You said this is 1994. Yeah. He thinks he's like smashing pumpkins. Cool. Maybe that, maybe they're do in a band. Do you not see that? Are they yeah. Billy Corgan? Billy Corgan, yeah. Are they bandmates? Is that like an yeah. album cover? Yeah, that is totally an album cover right there. It is. Is I, it really? Dude, I do not want to give these guys any credit, but this photo is pretty good. Is it an album cover? It is not an album cover. Oh my God. But Wait, these, you just said it was. I'm so confused. No, I, I said it, it would. does look like it an does album look cover. Like it. it does look staged, this photo yeah, right here. it does. Yeah, and in fact, when you find out that this was actually the lineup interrogation photo of both of them, that's kind of sickening, but oh. they do things differently. But this is the men tonight. Now, we're going to talk about these men a little bit, but let, let's go through the story, okay? All right, it is going to be disgusting and vile what these two gentlemen do to this woman's body. Allison, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her while we do this. One paper said, Allison is a mature young woman of the utmost integrity and sound moral values. That's what her headmistress wrote in, in a school testimony for her. I'm not going to have to do anything to make these guys look like pure devils. Literally. Maybe just draw some horns and like a little soul patch on each of yeah, them. A little pointy beard. Mm-hmm. Now at this point. Give them yellow eyes. At this point, Franz Dutuy is driving the car. Allison is in the passenger seat and Kruger is in the back seat. Ron stops the car. It is dark, quiet. They're in the middle of nowhere. It is pitch black dark and crushing silence. It's just dead silence. Everything is still and quiet. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Now, they say that when they pulled up, they just, everyone just got real quiet. Everyone. It's just for a moment. It's this weird tension. Just everyone is just eyes forward, not saying anything. Now, these men have abducted this, this lady, abducted her. So at that point, they're just sitting sitting there, which is even more freaky. Eventually, she's the one to break the ice. The one that says, quote, now what? <laughs> That's when Franz looks at her and says the following, quote, but I thought you would have realized we want sex. He follows that up 
by are you going to fight um just for all of our male listeners mm. or you know everyone yeah everyone like that's just not how you and it's if it's forced the, yeah that from yeah. someone yep. like never assume i'm not going to go through the rape so don't worry i'm not going to tell you any descriptions of that but we will kind of like come close to there just so i can show you what what kind of happened here she says no like i didn't realize that yeah like I, like i thought you wanted my car take off your clothes this man says fran says so she does then he pulls down his pants and pushes her head down to him franz dutui pushes her head down and says the following you bite me i will kill you knife in his hand on the side of her face making sure that she could actually see the blade huh and she is doing exactly what you think she's doing right now being forced to do what you're thinking now i'm not going to get into the the actual rape that took place but she was raped now at this point his buddy kruger theans kruger is outside smoking a cigarette sitting on the hood waiting for his turn the man looks out the window quote do you also want to have sex with this lovely lady i don't like that you know like i just don't understand because there are so many different apparatuses or apparati however the word is like that you can use to simulate sex instead of raping somebody well it's because they're fucked up man i mean theans gets in the car and he also rapes her while dutui is still in the driver's seat she put back on her clothes and she was ordered by both men to take them off again all of a sudden she is being strangled to death by franz dutui please don't kill me she says his reply sorry wait what that's what he said that's what he said oh no i don't like this this gets a lot worse real quick so buckle up allison was strangled but the two men didn't stop there they raped her they strangled her but they could still hear a little bit of breathing coming from her crushed in larynx. There's this faint breath coming. They could hear it. It's so quiet out. No one's there. They could hear it. And they sure as hell didn't want her to survive. So using a large knife that Theans had with him, it was a, a knife used for skinning deer. Uh. That's all the paper said. A knife used for skinning deer. So if you are a, a deer hunter, then you know what I'm talking about. Eight inch blade. It has the little, it's, you know, a serrated knife is kind of has a little notches in it. Mm-hmm. This has the big notches in it. This knife does more damage being pulled out of someone Uh. because it takes things with it, right? They, both men take this large serrated eight inch hunting knife for skinning deer and they begin stabbing her in the abdomen 35 to 36 times. The blade was penetrating, but getting stuck. So the the more damage, more damage happened, ripping it out than anything, ripping the knife out. That's what takes the organs out. You know, that's why her organs were found outside of her body over and over and over again, 36 times in the abdomen. That's it. And then they go to the neck. They still weren't happy with it. 16 times in the neck, oh. in, her, in her neck, it would be counted 16 times in and out with that big knife taking more out than it's putting in. Jesus. They were hell bent on decapitating this woman. Yeah. It's like they were trying to saw her head off with it's the like overkill. Knife. It is. It is. In fact, in my notes, I put over and over and over and over kill. Ugh. 
36 times in the abdomen, 16 times in the neck, sawing, trying to get it off. They really wanted to get his head off. They really wanted to get it off. They were hell bent on decapitating this woman. Eventually, they just leave her there on the ground. They take off her rings. They put the rings on their fingers. And eventually, police would find them. And this happens a lot of times. The killers will take the rings. Like as trophies? As trophies or whatever. And sometimes they'll give them to their girlfriends. Ugh. But the fact that they have girlfriends, do they have girlfriends? Is that what you're about to tell us? No, I'm not going to say that. Franz Dutoy does have a wife and a two-year-old, though. Whoa, that's worse. Oh, that's worse? I don't know. I kind of, yeah. Like, the, like they're in a, otherwise what we you would maybe from the outside think is a stable relationship, family man with a wife and a young child. Yeah. Duh. Can you hear that yard guy? This is like not the story that I want the yard guy doing this thing with. But Tram just... says not the weed whacker going off right after saying determined to kill that woman and decapitate <sighs> her. Christ. And like, what What are you guys doing? You guys like baking a whole new thing? They've been here for quite some time, which I know. is weird because I feel like my backyard is norm- bigger than theirs. And I feel like they're right there just they are. Like and cutting down trees. When I had my yard done, the guy was there for a long time, but I, I, it had not been serviced in a long time. Shrimp <laughs> says it's adding to the story <laughs> 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 all right where else up hey, colleen let's get back on this what's up colleen hey colleen she was stabbed 36 times in her abdomen 16 times in the neck in and out finally sawing through they were hell-bent on decapitating allison they ripped the rings off of her fingers before they threw her there to die right there near the sand and the black soot the litter strewn everywhere the broken bottles out there there in the middle of nowhere you're gonna just die here sorry Mm. this is what he said in the location that she was slashed what i just told you as she laid there dying she scribbled i love mom and then she even took her finger and made a neat little border around it square little border as neat as she could jesus that's pretty bad isn't it that breaks your heart man that's pretty terrible i know that's pretty bad but i want to go through the story one more time again Again. What do you mean? But this time I want to go through the story again, but with her perspective because she survived. (gasps) What? What? This story makes me cry, man. She survived. This is Allison's story right here. Holy shit. Wow. This book. Oh, he's he's legitimately crying. No, I'm not. No, No, I love it. It's going to make me cry. Ah, shit. I want to go through the story again through the perspective of Allison Botha, the survivor of the unsurvivable, what I just told you, everything. It is very... Oh my God, uh, stop. I love you guys. (laughs) The story... We really didn't drink uh, that much. No. I know. Uh, Give me a shot. uh, Let's see. Wolfie just goes BRB buying that book. Wow. If you want to like really be moved, just buy it, dude. It, It is incredible. Anyway, I know it's so rough, but I want to tell you about her perspective through this whole thing and Dr. Validia Angelov, one of the doctors who would save her hours later, a thoracic surgeon who helped save her quote, theoretically it was impossible. Some of the other medical experts says a true miracle. Just having her thyroid slashed in two, she should have died from that. Some of the am- 
Amazon reviewers on the book, which is a phenomenal book. There are no words. Impossible to put down. The most touching story I've ever read. And she is the Femina Woman of Courage Award winner. And, and the thing that really tears you up inside about Allison's story is that, quote, like Nelson Mandela, her most impressive attribute was a complete lack of bitterness. Mm. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? I am fucking tearing Whoa. up, man. I know, dude. The, I did, this is, this I is did the, not see this coming at all. No. I, Mima likes us yeah, now. Mima. All right. Mima is a fan, I think, now. This is a great story. Wow. Tram says, John, not a psychopath <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> See, this this book does something to you, man. I don't think I've ever seen you cry during a story like this before. I wasn't crying, man. No, you weren't. Sorry. I lied. It, if, you, if you've ever been sexually assaulted or raped, you definitely need to read this book 100%. Because it's just... Even if not. It's just not about the story. It's about what happens after. You don't mm. think she has intense PTSD? You don't think even now, 20-something years later, almost 30 years later, she still looks around when she gets out of her car? She is a survivor, but I wanted to put this one quote in there because it, it sums this up. And this is what she said during the attack when she had to make a choice to live or die. Quote, I will not let them take my life away. Mm-hmm. So does anyone want to go back and do the story? <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry, man. This Don't story apologize. moves me, dude. Oh my God. It's you hard to apologize. find stories like this. And this is an amazing story. How did you find the story? Um, Well, all right. So Shram was like, oh, Morbid did this story. Not this one, but some story that's a survivor story. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to beat that. I know there's a better one out there. <laughs> Simi says, Mima is a sexual assault survivor. It was hard at first, but she loved it. Well, thank well, you, the, we love Mima. I'm going to go through everything. Everything. It gets really terrible. But you just got to remember, at the end of the day, she survived. We're going to be going through her perspective. And then we're going to, I don't even know, see how she survived. It is it, uh, it, it is disgusting what we're going to be talking about. Not disgusting. It is. Yeah, it is, yeah. too. It is disgusting and intense. But she survived. She survived. And no one knows how. I mean, holy hell. We're going to be talking about making the choice too, which is what I want to focus on. She had to make the choice. And if you're like spiritual and stuff like that, life after death, this might really appeal to you. I'm going to present it through her book. It's an amazing book. So I'm sorry, guys. Fuck, man, dude. This is embarrassing, dude. No, it's I love it. No, I'm fine. This is on live TV. 